Howdy, folks. Saxy Maxie here. Homies, it's time to talk about the Backdoor Cover Book Club. Y'all want to see the other nuts bets and even parlays that our Backdoor Boys bet? Have you ever wondered how these homies make up for their bad beats? Well, that's what the book club is for. By joining our Patreon for just $25 a month, you can see all the other wackadoodle bets we make on a daily basis. It's a private Discord server full of everything from Arches, CSGO, and Darts winners that'll make you sing 180 to Steve's flaming Hot Golf Picks and the Big Brain Phil Racing Picks, too. Head on over to thedgens.net or everyonehateswentz.com, and you, too, can put on your reading glasses and join us in the book club. Howdy, homies, and welcome to the Sunday edition of the Backdoor Cover Podcast. My name is Saxy Max, and today I'm joined by a man who's always ready to tag in, coming in from the top rope. It's Arch Stanton. Arch, how are you doing this fine morning? Oh, not too bad. How about you? Oh, moving and grooving, moving and grooving. Always, always ready uh, for, for a last-minute sub with you. We were supposed to have Phil on this morning, but because of all the rain delays and everything yesterday, it was and my lack of communication, which is a, uh, which is a recurring theme in my life here, Arch. Uh, I we, we didn't uh, we we didn't straighten this out until moments before, and I'm so lucky and blessed to have you back here again for another week in a row, Arch, uh, on a Sunday. Are, are are you stoked to be back for another week in a row on a Sunday? Yeah, yeah, I'm pumped. I was just sitting down to do some stuff, and uh, I got the I got the the emergency call. The red phone lit up. The red phone, yes, the bat phone. The bat yes. phone lit up. Yes, 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 Very yes. nice. Well, you know, uh, Arch, let's let's get into what we we got going on this week because this week. Fourth of July, America's birthday. Happy birthday, America! Uh, it's it's fast approaching, and I know that you are up in Canada, so uh, you're not necessarily around a bunch of people who celebrate the fourth. You're you, you don't get the day off. You get Monday off for Canada Day or however that works. Was that yesterday? Was Canada Day was yesterday. Yep, that's when it happened. Okay, so did you observe that on Friday, or are you getting Monday? What, are you, you fourthing because you're an American? What's the how? What's the protocol on that? I you know um, I took Saturday off. You took Saturday off. Right. <laughs> you know, that's a big deal for me. That, you know what? That is a big deal for you. That is a big deal for you. Well, I I, I was going to ask if uh, you had any plans at all for the 4th to celebrate America or, you know, it, or if in Canada, I guess, maybe. Uh, do, do you all set off like a bunch of fireworks? Is it similar to uh, America in that way? It's not at all like America. Oh, okay. You wouldn't even really know it's a holiday here. Oh, really? It's quiet. It's reserve you don't really hear f- much fireworks going off at all do people do shit with their families and like go like you know yeah. barbecue or whatever yes so but you wouldn't know it in this uh section of town i live in it just was a quiet day nothing oh wow i know it's very so canadian. reserved yeah it's very canadian of them wow well uh are, when you're celebrating the fourth of july or any of those kinds of things are you the kind to uh set off a bunch of fireworks or are you concerned with pre- Protecting your hands and not wishing to tempt the shattered remains of Jason Pierre Paul's fan of phalanges. <laughs> it used to be like that. It used to be kind of wild. It used to be kind of oh, okay. uh, outlandish. Absurd. Okay. It used to be like Roman candle fights and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, uh, apparently if there's um, if there's a certain kind of sparkler that's okay. made with magnesium, oh. and if you tape them together really tight mm-hmm. and then light one that's just a little bit above the uh, tape job it creates quite a bang really oh yeah you you have some knowledge of some fun here <laughs> have, how, I, can, yeah. can you can you prove that you still have 10 fingers 
I think I, I think I do. You know, okay, just, yeah, yeah. Nope, you did. Yeah. Nailed it. Yep. yep. All right. That's, that sounds like fun. You know, uh, back where I was from uh, in Minnesota, we didn't ever have the flying fireworks. We always had to cross the border and go to Wisconsin. Same oh, is true here yeah. in Colorado. That is the same shtick here. So um, obviously Colorado wildfire, wildfire is normally a major issue. This summer it's been pretty wet. So we haven't had that bad of an issue. I shouldn't feel bad about going and getting some bottle rockets or something like that and driving up to uh, Wyoming. You know, it's always those W states that tend to be a little bit more lax with the firewall. Yeah, laws it's it, it, it's so funny that like uh, just what's allowed in one state or another. I remember the um, Kansas Highway Patrol was like searching cars for people who went to Missouri to buy fireworks and then drive back to Kansas. They were confiscating illegal firecrackers. Really? They were they, they were pulling people over. They had the fuzz stopping the fireworks. Right, because wow. you know, that's that's a very important wow. issue. Man, well, it doesn't matter to that person who opened up the uh, 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 what's it called, the fireworks shop at mile one, mile exit one. You know, in in in, <laughs> in, in Wyoming, they're like, whatever, right. sale made, smell you later. Yeah, no, I uh, that 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 is one of my favorite parts of how how this firework thing works. Is that it is a very state by state issue, you know, but. Uh, and, and and that was going to transition me into talking about how Phil Summers hopefully opening about elections here. Um. Uh, because his election season should be over. Uh, but, you know, last he talked, he mentioned that he's not interested in food or cooking, which was a little bit like uh, probably not as so much a surprise to you, Arch. Did that, was that a surprise that he's not interested in, like, cooking food? No, it's not a surprise. He would live off, like, you know, breakfast cereal, I think. He'd be okay. Like, just... Yeah, 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 yeah. He sounded like uh, we, we were working to see if we could get a Stouffer's level arrangement or something like that. But uh, regardless, uh, you know, the 4th is a grilling holiday. And so I saw that you uh, were filling the barbecue channel in Discord uh, with some of what you did over the weekend, which looked gorgeous. What was that? Well, ribs. Just ribs. Just ribs. Do, you have, do, you have, do you have a special preparation for ribs? I do, I do. Um I read a blog post article, like maybe, I don't know, what, what do you call it? A website. I read a website uh, okay. from the Angry Barbecue, Angry Barbecuer. Okay. And he, his, uh, his article was stop overcooking your ribs. Stop doing the three, two, one method. This is the method. Oh, I, sounds- I mentioned, I mentioned that to a previous podcast partner of mine and he got huh. very upset. Oh, really? Yes. Really, I, I I didn't realize that there could be such heresy in uh, the barbecue world. Well, implying that he's not cooking something correctly is uh, basically the, the, the most personal attack you can level. I see. This person was a professional chef, I assume. Then, right, right, and uh, he was a he was a professional alarm clock too, because he always knew when uh, the Sunday shows were late. <laughs> wow. Okay. This is this is getting very very specific right here, Arch. You, you, I, I can sense it's right here. The, the scorpion tail piercing right now. <laughs> well, we, uh, on that, let's uh, quick move on a little bit. Uh, y'all know every Sunday I check in with the uh, the backdoor gents about how their week's been going, what they're seeing, what they're looking to do in the next week, and what they like today. So, Arch, I mean. It's model season. We're working on my WNBA model. We're talking yeah. about all kinds of models. We're, we're, we're doing all kinds of uh, work here with mathing stuff. And I finally, finally, finally have done most of the, the having, having a system for the WNBA. It's working. It's, it's working. We're like, well, when I say it's working, my numbers pull. And I, I sent you this really sexy double nested X lookup formula that I was doing. Uh, in order to in order to knock this guy out, it was pretty sweet. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say I felt very proud of myself. I felt very very nerdy. It's it it feels like a whole new world 
that I'm getting into here, uh, working with Excel in gambling and such. Um, now, for me, I have like my thoughts, my my postulates is ish that I'm kind of working towards and saying this is what I think causes X to happen in blank sport. Let me try and find the data points that I need to utilize to uh, leverage what I think is going to happen, more or less, uh, based on X outcome, based on X factors, right? That's that's the entire thing about having a model and, and, and what we're doing here. Uh, do you have multiple of those models that you work with on a year-to-year basis, or do you have one that you are just continuing to tinker and refine and refine? Are there, do you go back to the way that you were approaching models in years past at all? Anything like that? Is, is, or is it kind of constantly having to change as the games change with the rules of the game. Yeah. It's always changing some like uh, baseball is going through an, uh, not an overhaul, but <laughs> a reevaluation right now. Yeah. It was, a, yeah. It's a little, Cause it's been so up and down with baseball. We're trying to yeah. normalize it a little bit. Well, uh, and you know, so then in that case, are you're just tinkering with the model. You're not, you're not like, you know, pulling in some full on old model that you used to use, or are you going to kind of approach uh, it? Has it been a constant tinkering state and you're going to kind of tinker with a different portion of it, a way that you had maybe in previous years, in previous seasons where, you know, uh, you had similar results occurring. You know, uh, no, um, I, I think when I abandon a concept, it, it's over. Like it was not working. Like <laughs> it's like breaking up. Right, right, right. If, if there was something of value there, I would have held on to at least a concept of it. Okay. But it was indicating that it was just terrible. <laughs> I see. Well, uh, that's that's good to know. Now, um, your baseball model as of late, it has absolutely been a bit back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are you going – like, or how do you approach trying to fix that? Is I mean, because I know that, uh, you know, obviously you're posting bets on basically every game every day in the morning, uh, you know, other than – other than when uh, games are off the board and when you're running numbers, you don't have time to post it. You're you're pretty much posting like you know 15 games a day, just about. Just about, yeah, yeah. I mean, so with that in mind, uh, you know, are, are all of that changing on on a day to day basis? All those different kinds of bets that you're doing. I mean, how do you really like? Uh, ch- do you make major changes to your model, or is it still again just a small little tinker? It's a small little uh, 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 twist of the wrench. Well, I don't think there's major changes. I think it's just a, just some tweaks here and there, I think, is what you do. If it was major changes, it would basically be a whole new whole new model. I mean, there's a mountain of books and uh, posts and mm-hmm. history of baseball and, uh, you know, with uh, analytics and, you know, the, right. starting with Bill James and then just going on and on and on. Yeah. I mean, it's all been out there. There's tons of stuff, and we rely heavily on stuff that other people have done. Right. Well, you know, given uh, how uh, how the game is always changing and how, you know, this season with uh, pitch clock, um, you know, uh, what is it? The stranded runner on second in extra innings, yeah, all yeah. that, all that other, all those other changes to the game that have kind of compiled over the last, what is it, like four seasons, uh, kind of all. And then also the way that, um, you know, players are uh, batting. The fact that they're just, you know, uh, deeply swinging for the fences. There was the sticky stuff situation last season, uh, kind of giving a pitcher's advantage. The fact that there's all of these kinds of ebbs and flows to, uh, I guess, advantages within the game based on uh, what rules are being applied for that specific season. Uh, do you take those into account as you are handicapping much? Uh, or is do you kind of more look at the whole of baseball 
as a sport that's been around since like, you know, uh, a century after the country was founded. <laughs> yeah. I mean, th- there definitely is that, um, there, baseball is still baseball, mm-hmm. but how, 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 how you arrive at a win is a little bit different than it has been in the past. If that makes sense. Like with the, with the, with the, with the ghost runner, with the pitch clock, it's definitely different. And we're still just trying to get our arms around it. But I think, I think even though it's been up and down, I think there's a lot of progress being made. Mm-hmm. You just don't, don't see it yet. Got it. I mean, is it, are things like that uh, situations where, you know, they affect all teams equally, you know, a pitch clock, it, it affects all teams equally ish. Yeah. Or yeah. are there, are there teams that can be like better at the pitch clock or are teams that are like just straight bad, like let's say the Oakland A's or something like that. Are they, are they just going to suffer from the pitch clock because they're the Oakland A's and this is a new, you know, <laughs> if he, Oakland would be Oakland with or without a pitch clock. I don't right. think that, uh, fuck. I don't, where are they? Um, where's Oakland? Uh, just abysmal. Where are they? They're here. 300 runs scored to 536 runs allowed okay no so. fucking clock is going to change that like that's yeah losing yeah. losing losing by uh, uh being outscored almost two to one almost two to one there's no rule change that's gonna change yeah change that that's just an abysmal team <laughs> this is true this is true are, are, are there any teams that are uh have been that bad historically i i mean i know again you are you are probably the nearest thing to the historian that we have here on pace for this, uh, I mean, probably. I mean, there were some. I mean, the, the Mets. What are the Mets? <laughs> oh yeah, no, you're right. You're right. You're right. A lot of low-scoring games, so the, they got doubled up easily. Right, two to one. I mean, like in 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 '69 when the Mets were playing, it was a pitcher's. It was a pitcher's game. So, the, the, I mean, the run scored would be so much smaller. What what did the Mets? What was the year? Was it? 68 67 what was the what was the year the Mets were terrible uh you are the historian here Arch. you you are the historian and I you, you uh you, you may be referencing the other uh co-host or ex-co-host who uh remember <laughs> the Mets uh poor seasons yeah I mean back then back then they were pitching up on a mountain compared to uh, what they are now then they, they lowered it to generate more offense so yeah I mean what did the Mets okay I got it here 62 Mets 40 wins 120 losses okay that's bad that's that's really bad. That's bad. That's bad. And yeah, the, underperformed. The Rockies may not even that bad. They underperformed. They should have. They looks like here they should have won fifty games. Oh man! Wow, <laughs> that's that's insane. But look Yikes. at this: six hundred and seventeen runs scored, nine hundred and forty-eight allowed on the season. So that well, seems that mathematically worse. someone cl- somewhat close to what we're tracking right now. Was it three hundred for five twenty-six? Yeah, yeah. So I mean, they're running around that ballpark. They're 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 flirting. They're flirting with that. Well, uh, on the other side of history, uh, there was some history this week in the baseball as well, Arch, in the form of a perfect game. Now, mm. uh, was that a surprise to you? Do, you, do you? I mean, obviously, no one expects like, oh, it's probably going to see a perfect game today. And no one, no one expects. It. I've never come close. Being a Royals fan, I, I've I've, uh, <laughs> I've never come close to seeing one. Oh, they could have been on the other side of one. Yeah, <laughs> that that could happen. That's true. That's true, right? See, that's there's there's always a chance. You never know what you're going to see when you get out to the ballpark, right? No, you you have no idea. 
Well, uh, have have you ever witnessed anything insane like that at a sporting event, at a baseball event, something, uh, you know, like a super, uh, like, uh, I feel like I was in attendance at a game that was quite high scoring a few years ago. It was, I mean, it was a Rockies game, so it does tend to be high scoring, but I think that they had allowed somewhere in the ballpark of 18, <laughs> like, you know, which, which always, which always is like, okay, there's a third baseman coming into pitch now. This is getting interesting. Like, you know, I... Uh, and, and and I think that the other team eventually let them come back and score like eleven or twelve or something. So it was <laughs> it was it was one of those just ultimately very high scoring games. Right. Uh, was have you ever been any of those kinds of uh, or attended any of those kinds of sporting events where you're like, oh well, this falls into the wild world of sports zone? No, I can't think. I mean, the craziest baseball game I ever saw was uh, was 2014 A's Royals wild card game when the Royals were down oh seven to three going into the eighth inning and the Royals won the game. God, that's pretty, that, that, that sounds like a pretty uh, uh, wonderful game to be at. Mm. It was incredible. It was the loudest stadium I'd ever heard in my life, even though oh, it was yeah. only like 40, you know, Kaufman only holds like 40, 45,000 people. Oh man. It was just people going absolutely, you know, nuts. And that's what the A's players said. They couldn't hear each other on the field. Oh, yeah. Oh, that makes sense. That makes sense. Well, very nice. Arch, Let's quick chat a little bit about the book club. Uh, the book club, it is our private Discord server, chock full of bets, memes, other sports-related stuff, not to mention the exclusive home of Phil and Speedway Steve 2's betting lines and general online place of relaxation. Uh, if you want to check out the book club, join some classy folks. We'll give you a one-time three days for free. Just try it out uh, package. Just And after that, it's just $25 a month. In addition to having a team of homies with which to sweat, sweat through all the major sports, we've got all kinds of sharp homies who provide sage advice and analysis beyond the major sports, spilling into the fringe ones, such as Aussie rules football, and competitive hot dog eating, uh, and the hardest nut to crack of all, darts. All you have to do is head on over to backdoorcover.org or everyonehateswins.com, and you can put on your gambling goggles and join us in the book club. All righty, Arch. It is Sunday. Time to get into the picks. Let's, uh, let's see here. Have you posted the MLB picks? Did I miss this? Were you? Were, no, you... I have not yet. I was. Oh, I got the call right before I was able. Oh to... my god, a Twitch exclusive here. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So Arch, br- bring on the MLB bets. What do you got for the MLB today? Uh, that you, at least you would like to share with the listening public. Obviously, again, the uh, if you want to get all the action, you got to hop into the book club. But right. Um, uh, games that jump out at me. Um, I, I, should we swing for the fences? I'm all about it. Boston Red Sox. Plus oh. 173. Love it. Who, who are they? Who, 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 uh, what game is this? Oh yeah. That's oh. Toronto. And did Toronto pull off the W yesterday? I forget how that went. Probably. Probably. <laughs> Probably no, no, no. Toronto did not pull off the W yesterday, right? It was seven to six. It was, it was very. Was oh, that was. I remember yeah. that. It was Bobichet slowing down on his way to home. I was mm-hmm. watching that game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He turned. He turned the corner and like stutter stepped and kept going. You should have stopped right there. That's if if you ever hesitate on in your base running. That's like the last thing you want to do, right? Yeah, well, you would think so. Yeah, <laughs> you think that's not not the best plan. Not not in that you know third that ho- literal home stretch the literal home stretch you don't want to like stutter step in there no <laughs> okay uh, uh well listen I can I can get behind the Red Sox at plus one seventy five plug a couple in a row they didn't look bad Justin Turner hit a couple bombs yeah let's do it uh, like that um 
Should we do a safe one? Should we just say, let's just, uh, let's, let's, let's imagine the Dodgers can't lose to the Royals again. So we just jump on the Dodgers. It can't happen twice in a row, right? No, no, no. Although the, the, the Dodgers, they do like to do that. They do like to stumble against a bad team every so often. And I remember, I think it was the Reds. They lost to the Reds twice. <laughs> I was like, oh, man. Was this last year when the Reds year, were just, yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. I when swear, the Reds were historically bad. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know what? Uh, Los Doyers, they, they, Here's the thing. They, they play in a division that allows them to let up like that. against mm-hmm. when, they, when they have teams that will save their backs like the Padres late in the year, you know, that'll, that'll, that'll find a way to fail as the, uh, as, as the season progresses, you know. Right. Um, right. I, although, I don't know. Those D-backs, those D-backs, they may be I, – I, I put a flyer bet. Last time Phil was on here, mm-hmm. I put a flyer bet on them to win the division. Full-on flyer bet them to win the division. I um, I don't think that's a bad play. I I I didn't think it was that terrible. The Giants can't seem to get out of their own way, um, right. and, and feel like they're such a back and forth team. You know, Padres they they have they have talent there. They have talent. I think that the the greater the greater issue with the Padres is um, the fact that they're paying for so much talent, and uh, you know they, they didn't have the chance to build with it last year with Tatis missing so much time, et cetera. Um, and they don't necessarily feel like they're as developed as they should be uh, at this point. So, I mean, it, it does feel like it is a bit um, between Los Doyers and the Diamondbacks to lose. I'm not even mentioning my Rockies in this division fight oh, or race. Yeah. I, it's, 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 it's not even worth even uh, discussing. <laughs> it was 150 to one uh, before the season started for them to win the, uh, the division. And that, that was there's good reason why. <laughs> Anywho, Arch, what else you got for the uh, listeners today? Um, I do like the 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 Rays again on the road against Seattle. All right, looks like plus one thirteen. You know, a plus line on the Rays uh, feels. I mean, uh, I guess are they're not quite at the same pace as they were earlier this season. No, right? no, of course. Well, they couldn't be. Yeah, that was almost yeah. impossible. They, yeah, but they're they're still keeping uh, qu- quite a good pace. You would say. Are, are have you been? Are you surprised to see them with these plus lines in these situations? I mean, I know they're on the road, but yeah, travel yeah. day. But I mean, and and Seattle's, know, so, and Seattle's not a great team. Yeah. So is, I just is, think is, is, a, is this kind of a fishy line here, or is this or lol uh, with the Rays? But yeah, yeah. I, I, it, fishy. I don't know. Um, but it. it I think there's a little bit of value on just taking a, a shot and saying, oh, let's just take the race. Even if, even in their cooled down state, I think they have a good chance to beat Seattle. I totally agree with you. I love it. I love it. All right. You got anything else? You're going to save it for the book club. I'll save it for the book club. Save it for the book club. All righty. Well, you heard it here. If you want to get all those rest of those lines, you want to see how your team's going to do today. Uh, you want to consult the arch. All you got to do is head on over to backdoorcover.org and uh, hop in three days for free one time. All right, uh, let me get to my WNBA bets. Now, I was going to describe yes. to Phil this whole shtick and everything that I was working through. Um, I just can't let this Costanza go away quietly. We've transitioned it over to the WNBA, um, and I have since spent hours colorizing, chipping away, beautifying, and slowly getting the numbers that I need in a reliable, repeatable way in my spreadsheet. Uh, you, you gave me homework last Monday, Arch, and uh, my homework was to make this work, and it is working. <laughs> Now, I haven't uh, been letting all the numbers uh, out in the book club because, I'll be honest, uh, I, I, I haven't gotten the back testing. That's, that's the one thing I haven't figured out how to do yet. So I, am, I'm, I need to pull this – is, this is one thing I should probably have asked you earlier in the show. But I need to pull 
all of this old closing line data and all this other stuff. I need, I need a good way to do that. Um, you know, I'm a big fan of, uh, and you know this because you hang out in the lab on Mondays. Exactly. Big data, big data ball. Ah, I see. And is that, uh, and, and that is a, a free resource? Not so much. No, no, no. Not, not so much. Not free. Got it. They, see, they, I'm looking to see if they have WNBA. They do have WNBA stats. Oh, man. They're a compiler of the WNBA stats. Uh, see, so, here's, here's the thing, Arch. What if we become a big data ball for darts? You know, you, you've pulled all these dart stats. Yeah, we have. We have we have dart stats out there. Can't you get you we need we need to put those up for sale, you know? <laughs> what well, we're not gonna sell them, we're gonna sit on them and use them for ourselves. Okay. I you know what? You're totally right. Better better idea. Let's let's crack that nut. Yeah, All right. exactly. <laughs> exactly. All right. Uh well here we go um, with my WNBA bets for the day. First off, L.A. Sparks at Atlanta Dream. We're hopping on the under. I got it at 168.5. I am going to pull up on action right now what it's looking at, but I think that that one has moved to about 167.5. If that's not the case, it looks like. Uh, anywho, um, I hopped on this one last night. Uh, it's since moved in the right direction. Feeling good about that. I'm. I, we're hopping on the 167.5. I still have plenty of room there. In Ooh. fact, it was nearly a uh, a, a Costanza um, at when it was at the 168.5. However, it is not. So, uh, it, and it has since moved in the right direction. So, we're calling that a win, or uh, uh, at least some closing <laughs> line value to begin go. the day with. Uh, but Sparks Dream under. 167 it's 165 at pinnacle what yes it's 165 at pinnacle right now whoa you better yes yeah, on if you, you see 167 jump on it okay it's 166 and a half it looks like at fan duel 166 at uh what is it DraftKings. god we're the sharps in the wnba now our chat is you feel? are the sharp <laughs> how does it feel where i i I'm not saying it, but we're we're working towards this 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 goddamn. And we'll get to the Costanza later because we do have a Costanza later on the show. You got to stick around for that one. Uh, let me move on to the next one. Also, same time uh, tip off: Washington Mystics at the Dallas Wings. We're taking the over 162 and a half. Now I know Phil; he always loves his unders. Um, I'm looking at this one. It looks like this line is kind of spread all over the place. It looks like you can get a one. There's a 161 and a half to be had yeah, at certain yeah. places. There's a 162 and a half. There's a 163s a little bit all over the place. Um, so I, I'm hopping on the 162 and a half, but I'm, uh, I had it projected kind of in the, uh, what is it? 165 ish range. I'm going to pull up my, uh, my, my spreadsheet right now here. It looks like, yeah, this one I had projected at 165 and a half about. And so, um, with that in mind, I felt like I had enough comfort here to hop on some uh, something a little more exotic. So I'm also I found some betting bands on uh, M, uh, what is it? Uh, what is it? BetMGM. And so I'm hopping on a total between 161 and 170 at plus 280. Because I figure, I mean, I've been I've been reasonably I've been right there in the ballpark. This one at the 162, I like the over. So as long as it doesn't go over too far. I think that we can uh, we can we can maybe thread the needle between both of these guys. Love it. Let's do it. All righty. I'm moving on. I got the Chicago Sky, the Indiana Fever, over 161 and a half. Uh, this one is again reasonably comfortable over based on uh, the old rest based model. Uh, Sky Fever I have going to 165.3. Looks like this can be had uh, on action right now. Ooh, it's 160 and a half. It's moving 
uh, down a little bit. Um, so a little bit of, of contrary line movement to what I thought. I like it though. I'm taking. I'm taking. Uh, still, even at the 160, even though it's moving the wrong direction, it's value is what that is. Arch, love it. All right, and my final bathing one... in value. You are. You're taking exactly. like golden showers. Exactly. <laughs> you know it. Golden value shower. Uh, and finally, Liberty Storm. This is the one we've been waiting for. This is our day's Costanza, and. It started, I bet it at 168.5. It has since moved. I see it at 171, 170.5 right now. We're hopping on the over. Um, it was, uh, I had it projected at 157.5, and it was at 168.5 or 167.5 last night, 168.5 this morning. Since moved up another two points. I'm not afraid. We can take this. Liberty, they can score 100 in a game. Storm, they can they can find a way to score 70. I don't hate this. Uh, uh, taking the over here, this Costanza. I'll follow you on anything you say in uh, in WNBA, hundred percent. Okay, thank you for putting that limiter on at the very end of that. That's <laughs> caveats. Caveats. My exactly. whole relationship with you is based on caveats. <laughs> it sure is. It. Sh- I get it. I get it. And the caveat that I'm getting a new computer one of these years is going Ooh. to eventually pan out. I swear to God. I uh, well, from a clerical, it is just so uh, the listenership knows, clerically, I am not going to be here next Sunday. I'm actually going to be visiting my dad. And then after that, I'm going to be back here with a new guest on the podcast. So it's going to be a, a bit of a fun next few weeks uh, for everyone. But y'all know what you need to do. You need to hop on into the book club. Uh, follow us on the podcast on our Instagram page, at Backdoor.Bets, our Twitter at Backdoor CN, where we got all kinds of sneak peeks to the book club throughout the week. Watch us on Twitch live right now at Backdoor Bets. Uh, you can join the book club at everyonehateswentz.com. And until next week, you stay classy, muchachos. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be liable for damages related to its contents.